Y'all girl, we're getting right back to it. Y'all Jossie. <laughs> Hit the theme music. Okay. Birds, birds, birds. I like birds. I bet she's so sick of people making that joke about I'm sure. I, you know, I bet, I bet it's, it's gone past that point that, you know, Daniel, what's Daniel, Daniel Gonzalez, co-host of the wait, show. Wait, the still music is just still, still gone. All right, it's probably okay. gone by now. Um, Daniel Gonzalez, co-host of the show. Mm-hmm. What is the most annoying joke about your name that you have chosen to just elect to ignore? <laughs> is, it, is it being called Dan the Man? It's something to do with that. Maybe that's why I don't go by Dan. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just ask and answer your own question. <laughs> Well, no, I was curious. Okay. So, okay. What if there's another one besides Dan the Man? Ah, uh, no, that's really it. Everything else. Like, I'll even go by Danny, but Danny's mm-hmm. like a very, like, cutesy, like, you have to know me name. Yeah. You know? I remember very clearly um, in our band class, um, our teacher, uh, Mr. G, mm. would always call you Dan the Man. And I remember you would always grimace. <sighs> I think he probably did it because he knew that I didn't It annoyed like it. you? Yeah, that's yeah. fair. For me, I just I just steered into being Gaby Baby because as a kid, I hated being called Gaby Baby. Plus, you put on diapers and make baby noises. That's true. Gabriel, Plus, I love drinking milk. Gabriel, how dare you get so fucking far ahead? Where this is slow uh, readers. America's we started the author's name. Literature podcast. That's very true. Brought to you by Top Gun Radio. Top Gun Radio. What is the show about books? It's a show about reading. It's a show about literature. It's a show about catching up with the times. It's a show about catching up on that book you started last year. Yeah, damn, it's been that long, huh? It's been a while, actually. I want to check to see exactly when that. When yeah, what that number was our first time? I read, we read that in the summer. I believe. Oh, let me let me look at something. Let me look at this show. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I remember reading it like in a beautiful like spring summery day. Um, the <laughs> spring in Easton, Pennsylvania. Well, in Eastern Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. uh, uh, spring is in like May. That's true. Whereas it's here in fucking L, sunny California. Oh, just, <laughs> that's what I get for talking my hands. Yep. But uh, in L A, it was spring like a week ago in yeah. March. It was a beautiful flower smell everywhere. Yeah. It was pretty great. But yeah, um, this is a literature show. Literature. Um, we This is part three of our conversation on Yaa Jossi's Homegoing, oh, one going of right. my favorite books of all time now. And hey, if you're only here to talk about Yaa Jossi's book, Homegoing, mm-hmm. um, scroll down to the show notes so you can skip straight ahead to our book talk. Otherwise, fucking chill. Hang out with your main dudes. Yeah, we're going to hang out. We're going to talk a little shit. We're going to play a game afterwards. I'm like I'm I'm like vamping real hard because it's like I'm looking. Did you look at your phone? April sixteenth, twenty eighteen. Wow. Uh, Both my mother's birthday and friend of the show, Sabrina. Sabrina and Russo. You checked SabrinasBites.com. Nope. My three my three seasons. That's right. My three seasons. My three seasons. dot com. Mm -hmm. Also, Brina's. Yeah, Brina's bites was the last one. Okay, I I thought it was two things ago. Boy, that girl always evolving. She's doing all right, I think. She's like a she's like an Eevee. Just the next thing you know it, she's evolved again. That's a Pokemon joke for all you book lovers out there who are Electrion. too cool to pay attention to that. That's fair. Gabriel, I don't think Daniel. we've introduced ourselves. No, we haven't. Uh, I am your usual co-host, uh-huh. Daniel Gonzalez. Yep. Uh, uh, audio producer, editor, writer, and an author of books. That's true. Gabriel? Hi, everyone. I'm Gabe Mara. I'm a comedian. I'm a writer. And uh, I'm also an audio producer. Um, stay tuned. Up. There's a whole new show I'm being part of. It's coming out, I think, end of May. Oh. Mm-hmm. If you are in the Oakland area, I will be performing a thing um, the weekend of May 14th. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll start. Jossie. We'll We'll start. We'll start. Yeah. She'll, she's Every time we say that, she's listening. She's like, ugh. She's like, Guys. Fucking dorks. Hey man, you gotta embrace it. Like our good friend John Butts. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I can't think of your story about him without laughing. It yeah, just no, brings me joy. Well, yeah, and uh, maybe we'll just, esoterica. Should we tell the story or should we move on? Because Let's that, move that's on. okay. Um, Gabriel, I have to ask. Uh, yes, Daniel. You're the one who always pushes us to goddamn get a little more on track with things. How would you uh-huh. fucking open with talking about that thing for so long? Which thing? I don't know. What was it? Were we talking about Yad Jesse's name? Is that where we were? Yeah, talking about Yad Jesse's name. Okay. Before we even gave the show's yeah. name. It was going to segue into talking about or introducing ourselves, but oh, yeah? whatever. Yeah. But I totally... You derailed up. my subtle some transition. It wasn't subtle. It was so subtle. It was it was so subtle I couldn't pick it up. Yeah, man, it's like a candle. You shouldn't smell it that hard. Ah, uh, sure. That's Error. right. So Gabriel That's the kind of wit you can expect from slow readers. That's the kind of that's the kind of fucking high caliber wit. Wit and wisdom. Like I like I, I don't really know if we consider ourselves a comedy show, but I think we're fucking I comedy so. gold. I think so. You know? I, yeah. I, I I think so, absolutely. If you're not laughing every second of the show, then <laughs> you're you're some kind of some kind of plebeian. Uh, watch, I why don't you go put on a put on a, the Big Bang Theory? How about that? Because <laughs> that, that 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 really tickles your tickles your funny dicks. That was a weird fake laugh for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go on. No, no. Um, What's new with you, Daniel? <laughs> Jeez, fuck. I don't know. I'm wearing shorts. I got my new shorts. Oh on. yeah. Oh I'm yeah. H&M. I yeah. feel I feel pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabe, Gabriel, what's 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 new with you? I meant more like what's new with books. Okay. Well, actually, what I was gonna say a moment ago was this that is a book uh, show. Gabriel, this is a book show. Yeah. And um, and I have to say, we're actually this is if we don't fuck around, it's gonna be a yearly thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're essentially we oh, wait that math is not up. No, well, it's gonna increase afterwards, or or we will purposely fuck it up so that we keep this. Okay. Uh, Gabriel, we're in this this episode in particular is episode one hundred one. One hundred one, which is CBS ki- FM. It's kind of interesting because yeah. uh, this is a weekly show, mm-hmm. and this uh, in January, yeah, January. We kind of fucked around. We repeated. We did two like rerun episodes. Yeah, we were moving across the country. Yes, and uh, it makes it kind of funny because um, essentially, the uh, for this time around the one hundredth episode. Yeah. Uh, kind of uh, came up like roughly around the two year anniversary, which makes sense. You know, fifty two uh, weeks in a year. Sure. And uh, because we fucked around, that we have this very interesting situation where we have a single episode. How interesting is it? I- interesting like this. We have a single episode in between our 100th episode, uh-huh. which is a big deal. Yeah. And our two-year anniversary. Yeah. Which is also kind of a big deal. It's going to be another champagne episode. going to be another champagne episode. Gabriel, we went on for a long time we last We were week. pretty tipsy at the end of that thing. And we were talking I don't think about... I finished listening to the episode. And I, I, <laughs> it and just I goes on. There's no it end. It goes on it so just goes long. on. <laughs> I listen to the show mostly for quality control reasons, uh-huh. and I don't think I finished listening to that You're episode. You're just like, oh, these fucking assholes. Oh my god, these fucking idiots <laughs> arguing about art criticism. Jesus well, Christ. To be, to be fair... It was, I don't know. There's no, it, was, there's, it wasn't impertinent. It wasn't impertinent. We were talking about, we were having some serious goddamn art discussion, man. You were talking about um, uh, literature criticism. We were talking about books. And how dare you for accusing us for being off topic, listeners. How dare you? We're always Johnny on Johnny No Thumbs. Johnny fucking No Thumbs. To be fair, he doesn't accuse us of being off topic. That's true. He accuses us of being idiots. As, as per usual. These guys are idiots. Fair enough. Whatever that means. That's a nice reminder, <laughs> listeners. Please go on iTunes and give our show a review, a couple star ratings, a subscribe, just like Johnny No Thumbs, who once again 
gave us a one-star rating with the review. <laughs> As per usual, these guys are idiots. And you know what? And we haven't stopped shouting them out. So, oh, no. Johnny No Thumbs, if you're here, and, uh, like, we I, love you. And I want to point out that all y'all out there, if y'all want to give us one star, mm-hmm. go for it. But it must be funny so we can constantly reference it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, like, like if it's, like, deeply personal and upsetting, I mean, you know, I probably still enjoy it. What? It, you know, well, it's kind of it's kind of like if everyone forgets your birthday and one person is kind of a dick about your birthday, they still remembered your birthday. Hey. Exactly. <laughs> that's my middle name. If one per- if everyone forgets your birthday and your one guy remembers it but it's kind of a dick about it. Yeah. That's my middle it's like, name. It's like, oh, it's your fucking birthday. Hey, it's fuck like, you, you dude. Remembered. It's Nobody else remembered. No, my name is Molly Ringwald. What's that? Um... Actually, her name is Sam. In 16 Candles, the premise is everyone forgets yeah. her 16th birthday. Uh, uh, you fucking the, idiot. That's the actor's name? You fucking right? idiot. That's the actor's name? Molly Ringwald? Yes. Okay. okay. You know who Molly Ringwald is? No, I'm not a huge John Hughes person, in case you couldn't figure that out. Yeah, okay. pretty and pink. I watch a movie, like, annually. Uh, don't worry, I've seen 16 Candles. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, Very racially insensitive now. Or, oh yeah, definitely. But, uh, or a gong when he said, whenever <laughs> Getty wanted knobbies on screen. Or maybe, um... I don't remember. Did I did I see that one or did I see Pretty in Pink? I think I saw Sixteen Candles. I'm sh- I mean, Sixteen Candles is the broad comedy, and then I'm sure you've seen Breakfast Club. Not all of it. No. No. To be honest, I don't really get it. It's uh, it's a it's a very intense movie that people love. That like, um, if I'm just like, eh, it's not really my thing, and everyone's just around around you, it's just like, here's my tattoo of Breakfast Club. And you're, yeah, For me, I've always always hated the transition of they're all sitting in the circle mm. and. Uh, and uh, Bender goes on his, like, really angry tirade about, like, the cigarette thing. He, like, he has this big emotional moment. Mm-hmm. And then, like, very, very awkwardly, like, yeah, not like... transition, right? Hmm? No, sorry, go ahead. No, there's, like, Anthony Michael Hall just goes, it's just, like, me and my dad. I'm like, you know, yeah, but... Yeah. I feel like you just hit me with this, like, this big burst of emotion. And then just kind of, like, like, tag on another one onto it. I'm like, yeah. ah. This Whatever, is John. Slow readers. This is slow readers. The John Hughes podcast where we mm-hmm. talk about John Hughes. Finally, we talk about sixteen candles. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm trying to think of a witty name for a John Hughes podcast. Um, John Hughes line is it anyway? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a better wait. There's a better version of that. Okay, uh, John, John Hughes on first. John Hughes cast. Okay. I think he's on first, maybe. Gabriel, I am not a clever person. That's okay, Daniel. So okay. That's why I come up with all the games. Yeah, that's why you will. And also, supposedly, uh, you have a game for us uh, today as well. We do. It's um, it's a further variation of the game we played the last two weeks. (laughs) I like fucking good at it. I like this one. I like this one better, to be honest. Okay. Um, it, I, I love the uh, even if like we played the same thing as we have mm-hmm. been doing like I, I enjoyed enough like I also love the idea about making fake names yeah I think basically the idea is that like this, I didn't do that but yeah I, I was having fun with that where uh, I would uh, let's, let's quick explain what that was yeah yeah Um, you go <laughs> um, listeners so Daniel and I spend a lot of time in bookstores obviously uh. and um, we like to make fun of all these white dudes who come out of really generic book titles uh. and even more generic books. So we came up with a game called Patterson Custers the Woods mm-hmm. where we tried to decide if a book was written by one of those three men and Daniel pushed it to a next level by making up fake James Patterson books. Yeah, and and also for the most part when you say we you mainly talk you mainly mean you. Yeah, although, it was a royal we. Although I have uh, I I do love making fun of uh, uh Stuart Woods, James Patterson and Clive Cussler. Mm-hmm. I I love making fun of those dudes. I moved on from two of those people. It'll be a fun game. 
You moved on? I moved on. I'm so I cu- moved on.org. I'm so curious at these people mm-hmm. who you're going to throw at us. But we'll do that in part three. Go down below. You'll see the show notes. Uh, James Patterson's The Woods. Um, New name, too. James Patterson's The Woods? That's not how it Is was. Is Patterson Custler's The Woods? Patterson's Custler's yeah. The Woods. But a whole new game. I'm excited. A whole new it. game? Okay. A whole new game. Well, that's going to be in part three, and definitely all y'all out there in podcast world. Yeah. Um, look down awesome. below under your seat. Pull, you'll, you have a prize. Look at it. Go to the time code. Yeah. Uh, so nothing in book news? Um, you, did you, didn't you buy some books the other day? Uh, yeah. You want to talk about them? Sure. I bought um I bought two books. Okay. I bought uh, a mass paperback of Dark Places by uh Gillian Flynn. Mm. Gillian Flynn? Did we ever figure that shit I think out? It's Gillian. Gillian. Okay. Uh, Gillian Flynn. Uh, Gilly- some, Gillian Flynn. A lady who uh, you might not have heard. She's not Gilly that much right a big, into us. Big deal anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gillian Flynn. Get back it's on writing Gillian a new fucking Jacobs. book already. Jesus but then, Christ. But then it's Gillian Anderson. I know y'all like your goddamn money and ca- working with TV shows. Love the name. But anyway, I would name a kid Gilly. So uh, sorry. So no, and I also bought the uh, latest book by uh, hot dead author mm. <laughs> Roberto Bolaño. Oh yeah. Um, called the what was it called? Like the Secrets of Science Fiction or something like that. It's um, every time you pick up a Bolaño book and you open it up and you realize that like all of his books are about art criticism. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Like, did you ever like twenty six sixty six? I've only the... read Savage Detectives. Yeah. Well, like Savage Detectives is the same thing where you open it up and it just like it's about critics yeah it's right? about critics and poetry yeah and then 2666 you open it up and you're just like oh it's going to be about mexico it's going to be about the murder it's going to be about like this sur- this like surreal like thing race and everything like that uh-huh. you open it up art critics sure <laughs> the the entire first book is about the four art critics daniel we don't talk about art criticism on the show we don't we talk no about way. fucking harry goddamn we talk about harry potter we talk about uh we didn't talk uh, about um, brad neely at all in that episode which is a bummer Oh, no, we didn't. Yeah. We forgot to talk about Brad Can you, Neely. Two hours and we could have used more time. Yeah. That's a, do you Maybe give, we did. I was pretty drunk. Do you want to give him a shout out now while we, before we go on break? Love you, Brad. Love you, Brad. Washington. Washington. Four foot 20 weighs a fucking ton. Good times. Anyway, Daniel. Uh, yeah, I got those two books. Um, I know. Uh, uh, I, I, just, I don't know what I was to say. I was interested. I, I really enjoyed reading um, fucking, what do you call it? Sharp Objects. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I was super curious about reading this one. Because... I wonder how you'll like it. Um, I Dark Places is my least favorite of the three. Okay. But, you know, that's not faint praise. Yeah. No, it's, they're my least favorite. It's still. It's, it's least favorite. It's mm-hmm. not like the worst one. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm curious how you'll feel about it. Yeah. And uh, I'm curious how I feel about. It's grotier than the rest of them. And I'm cool with that. You you know, you know the first like couple sentences of like the grown up were. What were? Oh yeah, I it, it was something. Yeah. It was something along the lines. I'll say it for the listeners' sake. It was something along the lines of, and I'm paraphrasing. So, uh, I didn't give up. I didn't stop giving hand jobs because I was bad at them. I gave up because I was the best at them. Yeah, and you read that and you're like, "Fucking Flynn." Which oh, is that's good. pretty great. Yeah. So uh, on that beautiful note, <laughs> let's uh, let's actually go on break um, All right. because if, since we're in between like these two like colossal achievements of yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. history, it's a victory. It's a, it's a cool down lap. It's a cool down lap, and you yeah. know what cool down is? We're gonna kind of see if we can manage. You know what? It's the top. It's the Top Gun Radio Promise. Under an hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. It's it's been a while. I actually stopped saying that. But, uh-huh. Uh huh. Under an hour. So um so we'll see if we do it. All right. You doubt it. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go on break right now. When we come back, we're going to do some book talk, right? Okay.
Go oh, on. thanks for asking me what I bought at Barnes & Noble, by the way. Oh, what did you get at Barnes & Noble? Never mind, right? about it. Let's go to break. No, no, I forgot you got something, to be honest no, with let's you. go to break. No, I forgot you got something. It's IQ by Joe E. Day. That's right, yeah. Yeah. You told me about it. What's yeah. it about again? Um, It's about a uh, detective in the hood. Yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. You said it was kind of like a like a slacker... Like a slacker detective kind of story? Kind of. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, is he a slacker? Uh, he's just like a dude. He just... He's only, he's, he's like a Sherlock Holmesy kind of guy who's only interested in his own thing. All right. Well, that's cool. It's pretty neat. It was written by John Ede? Joe Ede. E- Joe Ede. Okay. Yeah. Has he written anything else? Um, He wrote a follow-up, but I don't think it was as well received. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. That's cool. Called... Now let's go to break. Is it called IQ2? Yeah. <laughs> or it's QI? Called, uh, it's called E equals MC squared. Okay. Hey, you know what QI stands for in the British show? QI? Uh, sent for my name is Stephen Fry and I am the world's best advocate for manic depression good point let's go on break hey uh, when we come back we're gonna do some book talk cool yeah Daniel how dare you what? she's tired of that joke I said yeah Daniel she's tired of that joke I said yeah Daniel alright we're going to break right. welcome back hello everyone dear Listener, readers! If you've come here, you've skipped straight ahead because you finally want to hear the end of our three-part conversation on homegoing. Hey. Not because it was long, <laughs> not because it was bad, but because Daniel liked it so much, he took his sweet, sweet fucking <laughs> we, time reading it. You're getting way too fucking ahead there. Hey, hey. First off, welcome back to your listener readers. Slow yeah, readers. Jossie. Wait, did I listen? Yeah, I said that right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fast-paced literature podcast. Yeah, so, well, thanks for skipping ahead Radio. to this book section. <laughs> yeah, thanks for thanks for skipping ahead our fucking conversation. Yeah, but fucking, uh, we talked about books, which is fine. You know, fine. I mean, hey, guys, you do what you want of our show. We are here for you. Insert it anywhere into your bodies that you want. We mm-hmm. don't judge. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> sorry. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So in this, we have we're, we're a book talk in Gabriel. We're at the exciting. Conclusion. Conclusion. Well, you don't know it's a conclusion yet. Oh, God. Oh, God. Go on. You don't know it's a conclusion yet, but we're continuing our Mm -hmm. ongoing saga of reading Homegoing by Yaa Jesse. Yeah. Yaa Jesse. Published in 2016. 2016. Just uh, three scant Mm -hmm. years ago. And uh, it won all kinds of awards. Gabriel, before we go on. The National Book Critics Circle's John Leonard Award. Oh, yeah. It got got, like a bunch of shit. And Dylan Thomas Prize, as well as the Hemingway Foundation Pen Award 2017. Oh, yeah. That's a big deal. Gabriel. Yes, Dan. um, Do you you have... We we didn't really do this in the previous two times as much. We kind of like were surprised at her as opposed to talking about her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you do any like small research into uh, uh, Yaa Jesse? Just a little bit. Just very quickly. So for those of you who don't know, Yaa Jesse is young. She is younger Mm -hmm. than we are. By two years. (laughs) By two years years but she was um she her family lineage is from ghana she was born in ghana but then she came to alabama much like marjorie yeah so she grew up in that area she went to stanford university and as part of her grant um as a as a study grant to write this book she traveled to ghana and she got to go back to um the very same castle that is referred to in the very beginning of the book yeah gold coast castle uh, I feel like cape there's a coast white, castle i feel like there's a white in there but that's not true yeah, yeah cape coast, coast castle. castle okay there and uh, which was a big hub for um the selling of slaves mm-hmm. and also the rich white men who would marry like like african women yeah it was like the dichotomy of those two things what was really caught uh yad jossie's eyes where she's like wow there are these horrible horrible slave chambers and then just like a hundred feet above them in the palace there would be like like English governors and their black wives. Yeah. So she began to write this book and she, well, she fucking crushed it, if I may say so. But yeah, she's a young lady. She's still writing and she wrote this, she published this book when she was 28. Uh, she was, 
She was 27. 27. My sense. God. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. I, but yeah, that's um that's the story of how Yajasi um wrote Homegoing. Yes. Good job. And also, um, I, I remember her being like Ghanaian. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, before I, I forgot that she was actually born in Ghana. Yes. Um, which is kind of an interesting. Where like when I actually because like yesterday or something like that, I wikied her and I saw it, I'm like, what? Did I know that? Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't. But um, yeah, I also didn't know that. Uh, yeah, she also moved to Alabama as you said, which is yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Want me to summarize the book up to the point where we stopped? Yes. Well, let's 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 actually get into that because um, this is the third part, yeah. unfortunately. And you know what? That is entirely my fault. Yeah. Um, I finished it the first time. We you finished the first time a year ago, April yes. 16th, 2018. Yes. Then I made my girlfriend read it, and she loved it too. Yes. And uh, so the fir- if memory serves me right, uh, I read, I only gave myself like a few days to read this or something. I don't know. Actually, maybe not even that. Mm-hmm. But I only gave myself a small amount of time to read this. I read the first part, which is like the first half of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Gabriel, loved it. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I had this thing with this, and and I, I've said this before, where it's like, yeah, I love this book. It the stories are fascinating, the writing is great, but it's kind of like reading Winesburg, Ohio, where sure. every story there's a lot to con- there's a lot to connect those two is heavy, and 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 like it, I want to just take a moment to absorb it, mm-hmm. and it's almost hard for me to kind of read so many of these stories in a row. Yeah, um, and I always fuck myself over and leave my and leave myself to like read it in like a day or two. Uh huh. Even though again I can clearly read it, but like it's still just heavy. And, you and wanted to give it the through. respect it deserves. All the individual stories, yeah, and uh, and I, mean, I think I, I read it like like a page turner because really I couldn't put it down. Yeah, and for me this like as much as I enjoy it, it's not a page turner mm-hmm. for me. Um. But uh, the and the second time, uh, like I, said, I only gave I was super busy or something like that that week. To be honest, I forgot we did a part two. Um, so like like honestly, I think when you mentioned there's a part two, I'm like, what? No, we yeah, didn't. I I believe you didn't tell me you didn't finish it till we recorded. Yeah. On air, I'm like, are you serious? You didn't finish it again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You very gleefully said something like, "There's gonna be a part three. It's gonna be a part three, dudes. Yeah. And hey, we're giving Ya Jesse a lot of <laughs> a lot of press. <laughs> a lot of press. Honestly, <laughs> listeners, no joke. If you haven't already picked this up, this is part three for us. Every time we've gushed about it. Mm-hmm. Like, really, seriously, grab this book. It's on paperback right now. It's very, it's just there at any Barnes & Noble. It's tremendous. Yes. Jesse is spelled G-Y-A. Y-A-A space G-Y-A-S-I. How do you spell it backwards, Gabriel? I-S, I don't know. <laughs> I'm anyway. going backwards. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, so, yeah. And uh, this time we're doing a part three. And uh, pff, not doing well, What's a... the book about, Daniel? Uh, well, as you actually kind of uh, briefly said as well, um, it is a generational saga where basically we start with every chapter is focused for the most part on an entirely new character mm-hmm. who the, was... Who, the in, like... different descendants of two half-sisters starting yes. in Ghana in the 1800s. Some, something like that. I thought, I thought they started before, like it would have been like the 1700s, I, I think. I don't think so. I, I'm kind of hazy. Well, like slave trade basically would have been like like 1700s, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, like, of course, like, yeah, it was going on until like the 1800s yeah. and whatnot, but, you mm-hmm. know. But, um, yeah, there, there was this one character we don't really go into that much, like Mama, Mama or something Baba. like that. Baba. Mama? Wait, which one? Uh, the the mother of the two half sisters. Um, gosh, let me. It, it's one of those like nice touches that yeah, you get. It's, it's you know? yeah, mame. Yeah, mame. Which I'm assuming. M a a m e. I'm assuming is like a version of mama. Oh, no. I, I'm assuming. I, oh. I could be wrong, but but uh, yeah, we follow two sisters. One of them, uh, and basically they're on either side of the slave trade. Where, uh, as Gabriel pointed out with the the castle and whatnot, Ghana has this interesting history of basically 
Yeah, contributing to the slave trade, like capturing, like like mm-hmm. uh, different tribes capturing. I don't each think other. it was gone alone. It, it was gone alone, right? I don't like, think I don't think it was gone alone. But I, I don't, you're right. I don't know if it was gone alone, but suppose supposedly I think uh, Ghana was just like a major contributor. Yeah, if you're a shitty this. red pill person, that's the that's that's where you stop at the facts. Yeah, and but like yeah, there's there's more of course, and the focus of this is that. Ghana did, and don't get me wrong. I'm kind of like hazy on like the, how the actual tribes hey. work, especially because you know it's been a while since like we're actually it's in the starts where we're talking about them. Yeah. But there's the Ansanti. Uh huh. And the Fanti. The Fanti, yeah. And uh, jeez, it's been a while, so I don't quite mm-hmm. remember exactly who was what. Even though I was looking at the Wikipedia page because just catching up on like the characters I barely yeah. remember at this point. Like yeah, Wei it's been such. a while for me. I I, yeah. I forgot a lot of these names. Then again, some of these names, like I'm not so good at the African names, which is kind of a bummer. How dare you, Gabriel? I know, it's How really embarrassing. <laughs> but then you want me to run down quick? Um, last time you stopped, um, you had just finished um, H's story, correct? Uh, yeah, I want to say H and then the one after whose name I never remember, like Aqua. Aqua? Who becomes aka crazy lady? Yeah, the um, the um, the mother of y'all. Also, but before you say that, I was just say so like half the story, half oh, the yes. half the lineage, uh, basically contributes to the slave trade. Like uh, they kind of profiteer from it, mm-hmm. and that side mostly stays in Ghana. Yes. And then you have the half sister who gets captured as a slave, gets sold to America, and her descendants grow up in America. Yes. So that's that, that's like actually really important. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too sure. You weren't not too sure about that in the start. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, like like one side stays in Ghana, the other side in America for yeah, the most like, part. Like if if we weren't clear enough, this is a devastating read a lot of the time. And part <laughs> of it is it's devastating in its brevity. That mm. you could write entire books about every single one of these characters. Instead, Yajasi makes you introduces you to the child of the previous character and you like them almost immediately and you follow them in their fucking brutal, agonizing struggles. And then they and then you leave them, and in the best case, you get to see the character as they get old. Yeah. But more often than not, you don't get to see them get old. Uh, yeah, especially the the older generations had much more brutal endings. Yes. Like honest, honestly, and and not to spoil, I, I'm curious about like, how much we should actually touch, especially about like talking like the later stories and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they're they're slightly more uplifting. I don't think I don't think there's a lot to spoil about the book. Mm. I think that you know it's 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 more the experience of reading and getting to know these characters, just just stating the plain facts of what happens to them. I think is it's kind of like her intention. She puts a she puts a family tree in the beginning of the book, so therefore you know who's coming down the line. Which I did not see. Mm-hmm. I skipped the first time, and I was yeah. surprised. Uh, Gabriel, if you remember the first time, um, once I once it hit me what the story is and how it's going to be like a generational thing, I was mm. like. Oh my god, that's cool! Yeah, it, this uh, book's cool. I love this book. It's a, it's a fucking. I mean, like, in case we haven't said enough, it's a good fucking book. I, I, I am not being hyperbolic at all. This is maybe the best book I've read in the last like five years. I no, I, I, I believe that. Um, like, props to um a friend of the show, Andrea Arango of uh Only Lovers Left in the Library, for yeah. um really suggesting this book to us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Andrea. Grazie. Grazie mille. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's definitely like. Again, like having just read this, fin- finished it finally. You finished it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. End of bit. <laughs> yes, bit ended. Uh, I was gonna tag it along. I don't know how to do that. But yeah, no, I I read that. I read like basically like the entire second half yesterday. Yes. Um. In yeah, like yeah, again, you left off at H in America and Aqua in uh, Ghana. I think I've read all of Aqua. I just didn't read. I just didn't remember it as much. Like H's H's story is so great. Two shovel H. Two shovel H. Like his story is so fucking good He's that a great story. that like it kind of overshadowed Aqua. 
Aqua was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aqua's story as a standalone thing wasn't as interesting. There's kind I of mean, a much more expressionistic quality to it than yeah. the other ones. Whereas like Age has like just more of like a fucking like journey. Yeah, you know? he has uh, like the like the the road that H takes is crazy. Yeah, and honestly. And also taking up in like his descendants uh, story and whatnot, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of amazing how like when we meet H, we're still talking about H's story. When yeah. we meet when we meet H, he's like this angry like big beast convict. of a man, yeah. convict is screaming at police and everything, and he gets like put in like some fucking like the death camp of like yeah, labor camp. That's one of those horrible, insane things that you don't learn about in history books. That in the South immediately after slavery was abolished, people just started rounding up like black men and turning them and throwing them in prison for trumped up offenses to make them work slave labor for decades. Yeah, or, it's uh, insane. If they even last that long. Because exactly. a lot of them, a lot of people in general just didn't really last that long down there. Like they'd be yeah. dead in like a month. For, exactly. For whatever reasons, killed by guards, uh, tuberculosis, fucking black the horrible lung. work. Yeah, it's 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 like they're pretty much death camps. Yeah, you get the story of H working in a mining camp and like how mm-hmm. he grows and becomes a better man. And yeah, well, the the crazy thing about H is that even though it seems to have like the the almost like bleakest story, mm-hmm. kind of has like I love the a way it happy ends. ending. The ending is really beautiful. I mean, also uh, the, the ending with that. And then kind you of, follow her daughter. And then you his find, daughter. Then you follow her daughter, which is actually pretty sad. Which but, is also a nice story in itself. It, it, that one's. Yeah, like you feel better for her than you do for her son. Um, who well, yeah, her son some... also. I think I don't want. I don't want to jump ahead too far. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of want to ask you a question first, then Daniel. Gabriel, ask me a goddamn fucking okay. question. So you finally finished the book. Uh huh. You went through Aqua. You yeah. went through H. You went through Willie. You went through Sunny. You went Wait. through Yaw. Ah, oh, damn it! All right, I was gonna try and guess some of these names. So yeah. See how well I remember them. And then finally, Marjorie and Marcus. Yes. So um. I guess let's go into this. So you finally finished the book. Mm. How did you feel about it? I have some questions about the text I want to bring up to you afterwards. Uh, s- still slightly guilty for having taken this long to finish it. You were savoring it. I was. and like, it, But I, I still felt bad that it took me this long because I feel like if anyone were to ask me like, what's one of the best books I've read recently, mm-hmm. this would be near the top. You if just not got the emotional top, right you know? there. What's that? Yeah, sorry, I was burping. <laughs> I was trying to give. I was trying to uh, give you a pass, but fine, whatever. That's all right. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a warts and all kind of dude. Burper. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, no. Uh, so yeah, like it's, yeah, it. I'm still kind of like hazy on like the actual ending itself. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like if it he, doesn't end, dude. It doesn't end. You're right, but like it, it feels some kind of like a. It has an interesting. It has an interesting kind of conclusion. Let's talk about that a little bit. Where um, and I was. Always, kind of, you're always kind of curious about whether or not this is ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, where basically at the very start, you have two young women, obviously falling on the other side of slavery. Yes, and Who don't know about each other. Don't yeah, pretty much like I think one kind of hears about There's the other. There's a vague one. idea of one another, but they've never met. Yeah, um, and that said, the the like you know years and years, uh, hundreds of years later, literally, mm-hmm. uh, you have their descendants. Uh, in this case, Marcus and Marjorie, yes, who end up meeting and kind of at Stanford, I believe. Stanford, yeah, and they uh, kind of like bond over their history, and then basically go visit Ghana together. Mm-hmm. And specifically, they visit um, 
they visit the, the Cape the, Coast the, Castle. The Cape Coast Triple Castle C. and whatnot. Yeah, Triple C. Yeah, let's not abbreviate. I'm just kidding. No. You know, Cape Coast Castle. I mean, it's kind of a cool name. I like it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we, we probably should come up with a cool nickname for Auschwitz. Triple C. Triple C. Ouch, you're going to go to Auschwitz. You're going to A-shitty, dude? All right, let's stop doing that. Let's not do that. That's that's not cool. All right. So, but um, no, no. So, yeah, yeah, That's there's that. Uh, I was going to say something else. What I mean, was it? Part of, part of the uniting thing is that on, um, I believe, Mame, down, like, way, way down the line, mm-hmm. gave one of the girls a necklace. I believe it was uh, um, Essie? It was Effie. Oh, so it was Effia. Effia. Effia, Effia the beauty, because she was she stayed in Ghana. No, uh, that's Essie. Essie? No, Essie went to, what, Essie was a, became a slave. Yeah, but she had the necklace, didn't she? Yeah, but uh, Marjorie has the necklace. Yeah, wouldn't that make more sense? Mar- Marjorie stays Essie's in Ga- the one who stays in Ghana. No, Essie is the one who is a, becomes a slave and goes to America. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. Effie is the one. My yeah, bad. Effie is the beauty, which is why uh, Marjorie is such a fucking slamming fox. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But, um, so, no, no. That Yeah, so there's that. There's yeah, the, she the, has the, the jewelry, and then finally, at the very end of the book... Spoiler, this is the only thing spoiling it, but the end, really, I don't think it spoils anything about the book, that Marjorie um, gives Marcus the necklace in the waters of Ghana. Yes, and uh, and also an interesting thing, and I'm kind of curious about this going back and checking this out, Uh, there is an, there is like this inherited, like, theme of fire and water. Mm -hmm. Was that throughout the story, or did that only really come in? Because like, yeah. I'm no, kinda, def- definitely. I'm a bit daft to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, uh, let me think, uh, Essia's. Essia? Is that her name? Right? Which one? We're looking at the name. Effia <laughs> is um, the one yeah, in Effia what's called? The, Effia the Beauty. In that's God, her. Yeah, Effia, but, and then Essie. Essie, that's who it is. Essie. Essie, uh, their side are f- scared, quote unquote, mm-hmm. or whatever, with uh, of water, mm-hmm. whereas Effia's has more to do with fire. Yes. Yeah. Correct. With, I don't. I remember the fire stuff. I don't really remember the water stuff all that much. Yeah, um, it's just much more subtle into it. I think. Yeah, I, I guess so. And I mean, it, it deals with let's, with um, what's his name with old Killmonger's line about how he'd rather be thrown into the sea than be sold into bondage. Yes, good, good, good point. Uh, Gabriel, speaking of which, um, yes, Daniel, you, you've been telling me for a while that you were that like something was like a huge gut punch for you, and especially the last story, mm-hmm. and because you do see. I mean, yeah, it, it's hard to get into in such like a small amount of time without just like repeating what's in the book as yeah. well. But like you have like the in the you see down generations, like how the slave trade changes, how racial relations change mm-hmm. uh, and don't change prison. Yeah. Yeah. It, like they change. They change. But like how they evolve, how they evolve. That's actually a good way to say it. How they evolve and whatnot. Um and it, I mean, it's such like a huge topic to get into essentially. But uh, one of the things we actually follow are like the 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 evolution of language, uh-huh. especially like certain like racial like epithets, ep- epithets and such, and like and how like basically at this point it's this, and then it becomes this, and then like certain words kind of gain and lose power and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said that there is a really uh, like something happens in the last book that you really like. Would you like to tell us about that? Sure. Um, in the last chapter of the book, it is um, it is Sonny's son Marcus. Sonny had been through a real ring. Like I really liked the, like in miniature, the saga of Willie to Sonny to Marcus is particularly devastating to me, because it's it's really one of the first stories where the three generations coexist. Mm-hmm. I mean, like like well, the same thing happens in if, uh... if H and H and uh, and oh, same thing happens with uh, with 
uh, uh, crazy lady, yaw, yeah, and yeah. then Aqua, yaw, and um, Marjorie. and Marjorie. Yeah. So in this generation's first time, they all three exist. So you see, you see, like, like the 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 dreams, the pride, and the shame, and the determination of Willie, and how Sonny, as a kid, doesn't understand and is angry, and you see him fall in love and fall into addiction and become a better man of the love of his mother. Mm-hmm. And in, in these chapters, there's not a lot of coexisting between parents or there's not a lot of understanding between them. And then finally you get to Marcus, who is the pride of of Sonny, mm-hmm. who, you know, is a recovering, like, heroin addict, I believe. Yeah. And I don't know much about... I mean, the about... book goes into the whole, like, like heroin and, and crack and everything, so it's a big deal. Not as much... I'm actually surprised not as much about crack. For this, primarily, it was, More by was, heroin. was heroin, oddly yeah. enough. Which, but, yeah. but so, for me, it was, it was a, a gut punch is a good way to put it, that mm-hmm. you get to Marcus's chapter, and the very first time you see the N-word used as a friendly colloquialism between Marcus and his friend Dion Deontay Deontay like yeah. yeah like they're they're two like regular well-adjusted black young men at Stanford University yeah, fucking Ivy Leaguers yeah they're Ivy Leaguers and they're at like the art museum and they're having a good time and like the normalcy of it like brings chills to your arms thinking about the journey the family's had mm-hmm. and you see the casualness of of that word being used to express friendship. And it, it's, it's, I don't know if that was, um, maybe that was part of her intention. I'm sure it was part of her intention that it, it rings so strangely in your ears the first time you see it. Yeah. It's, you have a greater appreciation of, of like, you know, we, we, of history we, and family. We have like a, a, a loose understanding of, of, you know, what it's like to be black in America and whatnot. So like no, we've we only next to none. We've only heard about how like black people are taking back, you know, like the yeah. word and whatnot. Yeah. And you've heard like people kind of coming down on like either side of that basically, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, but that said, yeah, it, it, you kind of see the journey of like what it is and you gain an appreciation of like the whole thing. Yeah. About taking it back and whatnot. Yeah, like, like put to put it the way that South Park did of all things, mm-hmm. we will never understand but it's fascinating to see it depicted so so em- empathetically. Mm-hmm. This is the closest, I think, like, reading this book is the closest I'll ever come to understanding um, black America. Yeah, it is. It is. It, yeah, I mean, that's what this is. It's it's a great, like, American story. It's, yeah, it's a, great a great story, Ghanaian period. story, and, mm-hmm. like, it tells, like, the kind of story about that. And it, it's frightfully clear mm-hmm. how much uh jesse jesse how are you saying jesse jesse uh how it's amazingly clear how yeah it's how well she makes it very clear the story like mm-hmm. this story like she makes it very physical yeah she makes know? it very very you feel it in your gut that you love every single one of these characters mm-hmm. I, I really truly do that they're all so fascinating to me and they're all wonderful individual humans even when they're not great people yeah. Yeah. Even when they're, when they're not great people as some of them are. Um, yeah, I, it, it's, it's like, again, it's kind of like, I, I want to go on on several different tangents, but it's like, God, pick one. It, it was almost going to be my hazy memory. I think to be honest oh, I'll with save you. it then. But, pick, uh, well, pick I'll another save, tangent. I'll save that one or whatnot. But, mm-hmm. um, no, I, yeah, it's, it's such a good, like, it's kind of interesting. The fact that like this, this family generational saga ends with both ends of that, uh, being, like young and in fucking Stanford and mm-hmm. like it's kind of amazing how much like even 
Yeah, like I think, I think Marjorie is a teaching assistant at Stanford. Something like a lecturer. That? Was that what it was? Yeah, I think that she's not a student. She's a lecturer, I think. She is. I think so. No, I, I forgot about that. I thought she was. I, I actually forgot it. Like, what was the case? Yeah, with that. Marjorie, who now working as a lecturer. Right. Yeah, her dad was. Uh, I like her. Her dad was working at a community college at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love Yah. You yeah, like Yah's one of my favorites. It's amazing how much you actually appreciate so many of these characters. Like how much you love them. Like, like, is this not an HBO miniseries yet? Oh, Why absolutely. is it not? Can you imagine the fucking talent this thing will grab? Oh you know? my god, dude! Like, like, I would, I would like drink this fucking thing in. It's like an, anth- it's like almost like an anthology, but it's connected together, and it's just every, it's all there. It, it yeah, like no, I, I've been thinking about that too, especially because I think you said it like the first time. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this should be a miniseries, and I was like, what are you talking about? But. Now, especially, like, like reading us, I'm like, yeah, this should be a miniseries. Yeah. Like, each episode is an hour of television mm-hmm. that you can have, like, the fucking best filmmakers yeah. out there. It's so compact, on. too, that no, none, not a single one of these stories goes on longer than it needs to. No, not, no, not really. Oh, you know, that's... Okay, so let, this is the final thing that I'll really say before mm-hmm. moving on. Sure. Um, like, uh, just like in movies as well, you can have a scene in a classroom that isn't basically directly talking about the major theme of the book or uh-huh. the movie or whatever yeah. it is. So on this, you have Yod teaching. And mm-hmm. uh, Yod's an interesting character who... He's, uh, he's scarred from the burns from his mother, Aqua. Yeah, who uh, set fire to her hut and killed the other Yeah, other killed children. her daughters, yeah. And unfortunately, like, uh, he he was saved. Uh, not unfortunately, he was saved, but his father saved him, but he was mm-hmm. badly burned. He's been burned his whole life and whatnot. But, um, but anyway, uh, so he's yeah, he's teaching in a classroom and basically, like, he asked, he's asked his kids... Um, how did I get the scars on my face? And all of the kids heard like a different story yeah. saying like, Oh, I heard it was this. And it's like, you know, real, some are realistic. Some are f- crazy and fantastic. Some are jokes, whatever. And like his thing was like, like, so which is true. And everyone's just like, well, we can't tell without you saying, and it's like, well, yeah, you didn't hear my story. You only know like the stories of the thing. And basically it goes on to the great Deadwoodian uh-huh. uh, story about like only the victors write the history books and whatnot. Yeah. And he and like y'all leaves him with this great message saying that every time you hear something that happened in the past, you always ask the question, whose story didn't I hear? Mm. And that's a lot of like, yeah, that's kind of like like that's like a thesis of this book, like probably why she wrote it. It's like, Mm -hmm. I want to hear the story that someone didn't hear because you hear about the other thing. I think that's 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 a topic that fascinates you and I as it is. I think that that's come up again and again on our show about books, about what are we fascinated by is whose story aren't we hearing? So I think you know makes. I mean, this book's fucking great. Damn it! <laughs> it's it's good. It's you know it's, it's pretty, pretty good. Neat. It's pretty, pretty good. I I think it's pretty keen. I know. No, uh, I, I love it. Do you have anything to say before going break, real quick? No, not really. Honestly, I I having finished the book a year ago <laughs> and haven't given final notes twice. You're having re- having finished it. You're welcome. We got I think to keep I'm good. About it. Hey. Yeah, I'm, hey. I'm, I'm only happy. So let's go to break then, and we'll come back with our hazy memories, and we'll play a game. Yeah, <clears throat> play a game. Alright, go on break. Okay. Welcome back. Hi everyone. Dear fucking listener. Goddamn motherfucking We're still here. We fucking love you. Readers. Gabriel. Yeah, Jesse. This is slow readers. How dare you? Stop making that Jossie. joke. Jossie. Jossie. Um, first off, let's, let's, let's do, uh, let's actually give final thoughts and, and, and our uh, hazy memories real quick, just because I know we have another thing to get to. Hey, hazy memories. But first, final thoughts. Gabriel, for the third time in a row, having read this book a year ago, (laughs) what is your final thought? I still absolutely love it. I'm pretty sure I gave my copy to my mother. 
I think she'd love it. I have to ask her about it. Otherwise, I would have brought it with me. This is a book that warrants picking up again and again, just paging through it, reading your favorites. It's like Winesburg, Ohio. Yeah. That every story functions on its own, but also on a, as a whole, it's greater than its parts. Love it. I, I, I don't know what else to tell you. If you haven't already picked it up by now, next time you're at the library, take a look. G-Y-A-S-I, Homegoing. It's amazing. Uh, on a similar note, um, speaking of bringing it to L.A., I was pretty sure that the top five books I need to bring to L.A. was going to be one, Homegoing by yeah. Jesse. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently I didn't. <laughs> so, yeah. So Instead, I, you brought all your Appleseed books. I uh, No, I didn't. I'm, I know. I'm making fun of you. Oh. I wish I brought my Appleseed books. I love Appleseed. <laughs> sure you did. But um, no, I... <laughs> I uh so I, I bought another uh, I bought an ebook version of it and mm-hmm. I read it like that which is you know I'm not that much of a I, I ebooks are fine but I hate reading off my phone um and uh also uh I was going to say something but I honestly just don't remember what it was Gabriel what is your okay. It, uh, it, with respects to uh, the Whip Around podcast. With love and respect to the Whip Around podcast. Jonathan B. Hayes. Yes. Um, then we're going to be on that show in a couple weeks. What? Waka Waka Wicca. What? Waka Wicca the craft. So keep an eye out, dear listener readers, for more news about us on Whip Around. Whip Around podcast. Check it out. It is not the Fox News one. And in honor of our dear friend and one of the hosts of the show, Mr. Jonathan B. Hayes. Jonathan. Jonathan B. Haze. Yeah, uh, hazy memory, sorry. Daniel, what is your <laughs> hazy memory from this book? What will you always think about in the back corners of your mind when someone asks you 15 years from now, Daniel, have you read Homegoing? Uh, well, yeah. Well, it's not so much that. I. It was like my big thing was that, um, not big thing, but this big tiny thing, let's call it. That's kind sure. of like the, the, the hazy memories kind of baseline. Um, is that, uh, is the brief, uh, glimpse into like the jazz scene in Harlem mm. because it sounds nice. And then as it's described in here, and it totally makes sense. If you know any of like the people who like did, did jazz at the time, it sounds nice, but really it's heroin, 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 racism, heroin. Yeah. So it, it sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> awful. It sounds awful. And, uh, and again, it's kind of shocking that apparently if you're, if you're no, if you, if you're a dope fiend and you go clean, uh, you had to take methadone like every single day. Yeah. Um, for like the rest of your life. Pretty much. Which I didn't know. I, I, mean... I love like I, I love that little passage about where Marcus realizes that oh, if my father doesn't wake up on the dot and have that glass of orange juice on the dot and go to get his methadone on the dot every single day of his life, he'll come undone. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. That's so ki- amazing. So kids out there, don't do heroin. Don't do heroin. And uh, don't it's listen. It's not a hard decision. And don't listen to fucking What's-His-Face, the guy who wrote Naked Lunch. Uh, Burroughs. <laughs> Burroughs. Don't listen to fucking Burroughs because, uh, uh, yeah, he was kind of being like, I guess some people can't handle it. But he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that guy shot his wife in the fucking head. Yeah. Anyway, Gabriel, yep. speaking of shooting your wife in the head, what's your hazy memory? I'm not sure what the implication was. Neither do I. Okay, um, a lot of this book. I, I, the thing, I, the thing, I, when I think about this book, maybe the thing that flashes most quickly into my mind is Sunny's story. Like you said, I don't know what what it is about it that identifies both you and I closely to it, but I like, I think about that point in Willie's story where she's she's dragging little Sonny around town mm. and Sonny's acting like a like a child mm. and he doesn't understand his mother and he gets older and he doesn't understand his mother and then as he gets older he now he's a full-on addict and a fiend and he he finally comes face to face with his mother again if being like in that ultimatum she gives him 
And that's one of those things that, that, that breaks my heart thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I love the way um, like Sonny Carson, his chapter begins where, I think I mentioned it last time. Mm-hmm. I love that first sentence. Like it says everything in the world about a character I might want to re- hear. It's something like, prison gave Sonny a lot of time to read. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a great first sentence for a character. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It raises a million questions. <laughs> it's so good. Speaking of which, real quick, and I'm sorry, technically this is like an addendum to Hazy Memories. Okay. Because this really flashed me. Uh, flashed me, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flashed me. It Go flashed through me. that Laporta. Um, open that Porta. Okay, open that Porta. There was, Have yourself a Diorio. There was like this phrase in here because uh, so uh, uh, Yah, being a actual Alabamian, Mm-hmm. Um, uh, actually, Jossie. slips and slips really heavy into the Alaba- Alabamian. Alabamian. Is that, is that what it is? Alaban? Um, Alabaniacs. Yeah, there you go. Alabaniac. Um, and like, she really slips into like the, like the, the accent where there was like one line that gave me a huge flashback to like, as I haven't brought up in a while, early Cormac McCarthy novels. Oh, sure. Because like he speaks, he, um, they were like Appalachian books and whatnot. So like you get like Tennessee accents, one on which isn't terribly sim- dissimilar. Sure. And there was like this one phrase. Let me see. Just like it can't be there. Just break my heart. There was like one line that like it kind of seemed almost out of nowhere that her accent got super heavy. But like there is this phrase, and it's strange that like uh, when you don't when you like kind of like explaining it. And maybe I'll take a moment to look this up. But um, it was something like like to. It's the phrase like to, like. Uh, hey, he'd like to lick me or something like that. And it's such like like this weird like southeastern kind of mm. like dialect thing. Uh, I'll look it up in a moment. But for now, post it on Instagram. Yeah, we'll post it on Instagram. Gabriel, I'm sorry. Uh, let's stop talking about Yad Jesse for now and her book, Homegoing. Well, hopefully, um, when her next book comes out, um, we'll be right fucking there, front row. Yeah, get that fucking new book out. It's been three goddamn years. Yeah, get it together. And also. Also, you know what, Susanna Clark, get on it. What the fuck? Where have you been, girl? Being rich. Is she? Yeah, she's probably rich. Yeah, rich Still, Patrice's. I mean, I think she's an asshole. We're not getting out a new book already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Gabriel. Hey, you get that Eddie Marsan money? <laughs> You're not coming back. <laughs> oh, man, he was a good one. I always pictured uh, uh, John, uh, no, Norrell as uh, Ian Holmes. Oh, yeah. So, like, you yeah. can kind of see, like, Ian Holmes. Well, he's too old. Oh, Eddie, Eddie Marsan. Love Marsan, that dude. Not Marsan. Yes, wrong dude. Gabriel, let's stop talking about that. Gabe, All right, that now. wraps up our talk on Yad Jossie's Homegoing. Please pick it up where you can. It should be in any library. Do yourself a favor. Yes. So, you have a special treat for us. I have another game, Daniel. Oh it's a book game. So all of you book fans out there, you play along with us because it's a hoot. Who went to books? All right, Daniel. This game is called Bosch Crossbones. Okay. Bosch crossbones. I, I think I, Bosch, Bosch crossbones. Cross They're so delicious. Exactly. <laughs> so, Daniel, last time we did um, Patterson Clusters of the Woods, mm-hmm. where you were too good at it because you knew everything those guys kind of do. I, you were you were good as well. But last uh, time I, last I had time, to do process elimination. I, I turned the game on you. Well, I did the same thing. Uh-huh. I, I just knew I just knew the process of elimination. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, Daniel, instead, <laughs> I have taken. Three detective thriller book protagonists okay. written by three bestsellers. Each of these um characters has, I think, at minimum 17 books about them. Mm-hmm. And they are Harry Bosch, created by Michael Connolly Michael in Connelly. the Bosch series. Yeah. Alex Cross from the Alex Cross series Patterson. by James Patterson. And lastly, Dr. Temperance Brennan, also known as Bones, by Kathy Reichs. 
Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, a lot of books in that series. So they're all detectives of some sort. They all law, like one is an FBI agent, one is a forensic pathologist or something, anthropologist, and I'm just a fucking cop. But yeah. anyway. Okay. These are long-running detective series. Yes. Very long-running. And most of them have very pretty generic titles, such as I, Alex Cross, The Black Echo, and uh, Bag of Bones or something. I don't remember. Like, like Double Bones. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So, Daniel, <laughs> and the subtitle for this game is This Looks Like a Job 4. Okay. So, I'm going to read you a altered kind of premise summary. Mm-hmm. Some of it, sometimes, sometimes I've pulled from Wikipedia, sometimes I've pulled from Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I've changed the names. Okay. And the locations. Okay. And also the pronouns. And let's just be cool. And I'm supposed to guess, who is it? Is it Bones? Is it Bosch? Bosch or is, or is it, it Cross? cross? Okay. Yes. Bosch, Cross, Bones. Okay, I'm curious about that. All right. All right Gabriel, Daniel, hit me. Let's do this. This is our first one. Yes. On New Year's Day, a dog dips up a bone in Granite Park in Gun City. The dog's owner, a doctor, recognizes the bone as human and calls it into the police. Our hero takes on the case after investigating the matter further. A shallow grave containing the bones of a child is discovered. Our hero can't let go of the case, a case that brings back memories from childhood and starts an investigation. The only clue that they have to go on is a skateboard found during the search at a suspect's house. The bodies of 12-year-old boys has been buried for 20 years. To solve the murder, our hero has to dig back through records of cases involving disappearances, runaways, dating far back in time. After 20 years, a lot of the details, once remembered about the disappearance of the boy, are blurred and leads our hero fumbling in the dark. Now, Daniel, Mm -hmm. is this a case for Harry Bosch, Alex Cross, or Dr. Temperance Bones? Well, I was going to say... Brandon, not Bones. I was going to say right away. It's like, right away, that was a dead giveaway. That's how Bones got his name. (laughs) I'm kidding. Temperance, Um, it's a a girl. It's Emily Deschanel. uh, Bones? Yeah. I thought, wasn't Bones, isn't Bones the TV show with the uh, fucking Angel? Yeah, that's what it's based off of. Bones is and Emily Bones Deschanel. No, she's oh. Bones. Dr. Temperance Brennan. I didn't actually know Temperance that. Bones Brennan. Temperance. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, no, good, because, uh, yeah, too mm-hmm. many dudes in that field. Um, okay, so what I'm going to guess, and I'm, I'm guessing this through process of elimination, right? Okay. I'm going to say it's not Alex Cross, because okay. Alex Cross, I think, is more like law thriller, I think. Think actually, I don't really. I think. Uh, wait, is Alex <laughs> Cross? A, you, just, you just said what he was too. Was he? A I cop? did not say what he was. Okay, I said not, okay, one good. of them is a cop. Okay. One of them is a FBI agent, and one of them is a forensic anthropologist. <laughs> okay, I thought Alex Cross was a cop. Was a was a lawyer. No. Um, <laughs> okay. I think so, he might have been a psychologist also. Okay. 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 Well, they're all psychologists. Okay. But no, no. Wait here. Hold on. All um, right, so right. basically, I don't think it's Alex Cross because that sounds too grisly. Okay. Um, so it was either Bosch or Bones. Okay. And, ah, oh, man. I... Mm-hmm. So do you get, so it's either, um, uh, it's Emily Deschanel mm-hmm. or it is, crap, what's Bosch's name? Uh, fucking the, my favorite character from Deadwood. Yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> Whatever this guy, guy's guy's Damn, I love his name too. All right, I'm going to guess. Okay, Daniel. It is, oh, it's almost too on the nose, but I'm going to say it, Bones. Is that your final answer, Daniel? my final answer. Wrong. That was Bosch. I knew it. It was Bosch. Yeah, okay. It was Doctor. It was Harry Bosch, a cop. In the book, however, the book is called. Um, sorry, the the, the actor is a uh, Titus Welliver. Titus Welliver. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. The book was called City of Bones. <laughs> 
Yes, by Michael Connelly. City of Bones, about bones that are being found, and it's about Bosh. Bosh. Not bones. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. All right, Daniel. Here's your next one. Okay, next one. You, okay. Oh, you got like three of them? I got three of them. Right, cool. right. I do my research. Right, fucking get me. Okay, here you go. Hit me. Get me. Someone is murdering A-list celebrities. And our hero's vacation is cut short as they navigate a mystery world of luxury, gossip, and hidden secrets. Yeah, sorry, dude. Jesus. Our hero gets a call. A well-known actress was shot outside her home in Voyeur Heights. Shortly afterward, an editor of the paper receives an email describing the murder in vivid details. Our hero quickly learns that this is not an isolated incident. The killer, known as Lady Brady, has done this before and plans to kill again. What was the killer's name? Lady Brady. Lady Brady? I made that up. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I like Lady something rhymes. Is this the plan of an obsessed fan or a spurned actor? Or is it part of something much more frightening? Now famous celebrities fear they're next on a lady's list, and the case grows by blockbuster proportions as authorities scramble to find a pattern before the lady can send one more chilling update. Daniel. Bosch, Cross, or Bones? Alright. <clears throat> I'm gonna say that's, like, I don't think it's Patterson again. I don't think it's Cross. Okay. Um, because I don't, I don't think he would, he would talk about celebrity. Although to be honest, I, I, I wouldn't put that beyond him. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to lean towards bones. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to, yeah, I tell you what, I think I'm going to go bones. You're going to go bones? Yeah, I'm going to go bones. Your last answer? My final answer. You think it's Emily Deschanel? Yes, it's Emily Deschanel. It's definitely not Titus Welliver and it's definitely not, uh, Medea. Well, I'm taking a good guess. Totally. But yeah. Wrong. Really? That was... Alex Cross. Oh, no. The book was called Mary Mary. <laughs> yeah, it's a, instead of Lady Brady, it's like Mary something. Oh, fuck. You're just such a bad writer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Patterson. Sorry. You're a billionaire. Sure. You know your audience. Okay. But let's be honest. It's those comments. And our last one. Right, Keep yeah. in mind, I might have reused in one of the authors. Yes, I know. So we don't because, know. Because you're smart. Because I'm a trickster. And you like tricking me. All right. So you're, you're over for 2. <laughs> I'm pretty pleased with myself. Okay. All right. Ready, Daniel? Yes. Here's your final one. Our hero sets out to decipher the clues left behind by the skeletons of three girls found in a pizza parlor basement in Rifle Town, which has a colorful history. Mm. Our hero's investigation suggests people were buried after 1955, but a homicide detective, Sweat Sackpacker, is convinced the bones are pre-1955. It's bones again. Yep. (laughs) And this misses the case. From Simply the Remains, our hero follows the clues, which include... A frightened old lady, a crazed man of an S and M fetish, and finally, a girl who has been subjected to so much sexual torture she develops a taste for it herself. Daniel, Jesus, is this a job for <laughs> Bosch, Cross, or Bones? All right. What were the What were the answers we've had so far? It was the first one was was Bones. First one was Bosch. The first one was Boss. I thought I guessed. All right, I guess I was wrong. No, you said it was Boss because um, the, the book sec- was called City of Boss. The second one was Cross. The second one was Cross. Mary, Mary. I would dare. I always say that like, oh, he's not that uh, uh, grizzly. But the last one sounded pretty grizzly. Mm-hmm. Could be him. Yeah, crazed man of an S. I love that. I love this. This is this is from the Amazon thing. Uh-huh. From simply the remains, our hero follows the clues, which include a frightened old lady, a crazed man of an S&M fetish, and finally a girl who has been subject to so much sexual torture, she develops a taste for it herself. An old yeah, lady. Like, Jesus Christ. I feel like I feel like one of them was not like the other one uh-huh. was like it's Charles Manson, Adolf Hitler, a shoe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Accurate. Um but okay, Jesus Christ. Uh I'm going to guess Yes, Daniel. 
going to guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I have no idea. I, I don't. Oh, man. I, I really don't. Like, honestly, I've been wrong about all these so far. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to make, I'm going to take a wild stab at this. And I'm going to say uh, it's Kathy Reich. It's going to be Bones. It's like the third time I think I guessed Bones. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daniel, you think it is, it's not Tyler Perry? Yeah. It is not Titus Bolivar? It is Emily Deschanel and uh, David Boreanaz. I'm going to guess that's what it is. That's what it is. But I don't know. You are correct. Hey! It was um, Monday Morning, spelled morning as in morning. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. By Kathy Reichs, starring Dr. Temperance Brennan. You were one for three, Daniel. One for three. I was not. I did not do good, and I think I answered bones for all of them. <laughs> did, <laughs> did I? I, th- I think you did. I think I did. Yeah. I think you did. Well, I got right eventually. Yeah. I didn't, uh, yeah. Hey, a broken clock. Oh, man, Jesus. Well, and that's how you play the game. Bosh cross bones. Bosh cross bones. Emily Deschanel. Tyler Perry. Here it come ow! <laughs> I hit the pop filter really nice hard. Dildo. All, right. All right, Gabriel, we're, we're, how'd you like that game, Daniel? Uh, very good job with the game. Thank you. Uh, it was a very enjoyable, and also you defeated me. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, we're going a bit long. Let's go, let's start ending the show. I didn't mm-hmm. I don't know the best way to say that. Gabriel, we should play this game next time. Okay. Maybe I'll try and throw it on you, or maybe I'll come up with a different type of game along sure. the same ways. So we'll see about that, Gabriel. Yes. In the meantime, what do you got to plug? Plug. Um, ladies and gentlemen, as always, until April 14th, which is when it's happening, please check out the link down below. It is for the Donor Dash, where our friends Noel Snyder and Emily Snyder and other family members are running a 5K to support Ryan's Goslings. It's all about um, raising awareness for donor and tissue donation in honor of our dear departed friend, Magnificent Bastard Ryan Snyder. So please donate money if you can. Um, in the coming weeks, I'm really going to finish those stickers, so if you can... Can, if you donate and you tell me um, that you did, I'll make you a fucking t-shirt. I would just really like to add more money to their well, more chest there. So please check that out. Also, okay. I'm a... Shit. Follow me on Instagram. It's read.richards. Read like reading a book. Um, and fucking rate, review, and subscribe to the show, dudes. Be like Johnny No Thumbs, except don't be mean. <laughs> and give us five stars. He yeah. wasn't mean. He was honest. It was one star. I know. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Top Gun Radio and Instagram at Slow mm-hmm. Fucking Reader. Not Fucking Reader, Slow Readers. Yeah, slow uh, Motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, and also, you can buy all my fiction that is available right now. I've, con- I've, uh, uh, no, it's not true yet. Not yet. Um, okay. but no, you can uh, follow by the the two the two larger books I have before I have released this next one, which is going to be a, like longer and a longer novel. You can buy the Shadow from the Deep, hmm. uh, acclaimed by a guy who posed uh who who has a Clint Eastwood picture for his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about it later. But um, I think, and, we, I think we read the review online. No, I don't think we did. Episode. No, we we briefly talked about sure. it. I think I don't All think right. we did. We talk about it last week. We were pretty tipsy. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, and then, uh, and yeah, and also uh, a little short story collection of all like the like the scattered uh, shorter fiction collection uh, things I had released called uh, Fictions Bordering on the Fantastic, and uh, I have that published by the name I'm starting to use more often, which is D Gonzalez Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's the end of the show. Yeah. Um, join us next week for our two year anniversary. Two year fucking anniversary, and you know what? We're going to drink champagne. We're going to drink champagne because that worked out so well last time. And mm-hmm. we'll maybe do the Alan Smith again. Yeah, do you want to do like a top five list as well? Oh, also, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, what are we doing? East of Eden? Well, should we save for 103? No. 
I mean, we're just we just dick around for one or two for our two year anniversary episode. Uh, we could. I mean, I'm 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 making really great headway in East of Eden. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. So I, I we we could, but or we could just stick around and enjoy our two year anniversary we'll, episode. We'll see how it is. Let's not make up our minds just yet. But let's say maybe East of Eden. If not, we'll do that next time. Mm-hmm. So Gabriel, we'll read the cat in the hat. We'll read the cat. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, Gabriel, mm-hmm. let's f off. Uh, what, what, f, what does F stand for? Uh, Francois. That's Francois. Uh, that's the end of the show. All right, guys. Bye. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topcountradio.com. Radio.com.